Hey. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, in the mornings, they're kind of, we kind of just have informal meetings. I especially like the morning sessions better than I like the night sessions because I, I, I seem like I teach better or something. The gift of a teacher comes on me in the mornings. Praise God. Uh, got some little ministry catalogs back there, things we handle. Uh, I hadn't introduced any of it. Now, in the front of this, this uh, meditation manuals, but over here, translation comparisons. Now, listen real close to me what I'm saying about this. These translation comparisons, five of us worked on them. And we had between us 337 translations of the New Testament. And we compared them. And we took the best verses. Some of them be 10, 12, 15. Some of them one or two. Sometimes the King James would be excellent. Very seldom. King Jimmy didn't do a good job. It was in the New Testament. There's 2,260 missed verbs in the King James. Now, you can get it out of it uh, uh, like, I am crucified with Christ. The verb was past tense, I have been crucified, or I was. You can get it out of there, but uh, 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 it's better to have it correct. Praise God. Anyway, we compared them, uh, uh, the whole New Testament. Praise God. Hallelujah. We've got tapes back there. Don't have many tapes uh, uh, left back there. Uh, here's one, the master copy. Do you know if God made a master, he wanted some copies. Amen. So you need to think like that. You wanted that tape, didn't you? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Here's one, never been a sinner. See, if you ever get your thinking like God thinks about God thinks you ain't never been a sinner. He thinks the old man you was that was a sinner, he killed him. He just got him out of him. Yeah. Brother Hagin said he annihilated him. <laughs> he's talking about he annihilated him. He said he's been annihilated. <laughs> he don't exist. He called Orkin on. He he's gone. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. You have never been a sinner. And you ain't never going to be a sinner. Hallelujah. A sinner is one that does not have God's life and nature. A sinner is one that has not been born again. Never been a sinner in God's sight. Who wants that? Any preacher here? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. Now, we have... If you want on our mailing list where we're going to be or something, it's some little slips back there. Get one of those back there. Hey, honey, uh, be sure all these is gone and all these is gone for dark. Hallelujah. You might have to stay up here this evening. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, let's go before the Lord this morning. Glory to God, hallelujah. Father, before all the angels of heaven... We speak the Word of God, proclaiming who we are, agreeing with our God. We thank you this day that you have taken and lifted us out of a horrible pit in the miry clay and set our feet on a solid rock. Father, we thank you. You've put a new song in our heart. Even the praises of our God. Many shall see it in fear and turn to the Lord. Father, we thank you this day 
that every ear shall hear and no one, not one person shall leave here without receiving the word of God in Jesus' name. And everyone just shout it. Amen. And shout it again. Amen. Praise God. Turn with me to Genesis, the first chapter. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, most of you know this, that it is impossible to please God without faith. For you must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So we want to know for sure and certain that we operate in faith. Now, it would be wrong for God to hold us responsible for faith if we couldn't get it. Now, it wouldn't be right for him to say, you're not going to please me unless you got faith. Well, he said it ain't going to please me, and then he gave you faith. He gave you the God kind of faith. Now, with God's life and his nature comes everything that God is. He has a faith nature. So many times we that teach faith, we teach it in such a way, we put it, uh, put it over in what I call works, and we're trying to work this thing. And we've got us a formula and we say it and believe it and don't doubt it and receive it and it don't work. Kind of like the many faith preachers asked me, said, you know, Brother Hagin writes a book, write your own ticket with God. Hear it, say it, receive it, and tell it. Write your own ticket with God. He said, I've done that so many times and it don't work for me. A lot of preachers told me that. He said, do you know why? I said, yes, I know why. Brother Hagin knows God. There's a difference. Now, when that baby's lying there with 105 fever and you don't have anything else, no car, nothing else, and no doctor to call or anything else, you best know faith. You best know that I'm full of faith, that I've got the faith of the living God, and it'll do the same thing in me as if Jesus stood right here in the presence. Praise God. Praise God. Now, every born-again Christian must, if he'll ever reach his potential, he must find out that Jesus Christ, the anointed, resurrected, glorified God, lives on the inside of him. And his identity, your identity must dwine, and you must come to the realization, it's not I, but it's Christ living in me. Not I, I don't live anymore. God killed him. Well, don't you have a, a human spirit? No, you have the Spirit of God living in you now. He that's joined the Lord is one spirit. You don't have two spirits, three spirits, handful of spirits in you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are one spirit with God. That's all you need. You got enough in you to put you over in anything that God says you can do. You can do it. Hallelujah. Paul said, I count, uh, I thank my God. He counted me faithful, putting me in the ministry. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So as we begin to find out, the reason I'm teaching on Zoe life is that's where I got a hold of the Pauline Revelation. I got a hold of the life of God. I heard Kenneth Hagin say one time, he is preaching a sermon, El Shaddai. 
He is spitting cotton and waving his arms and talking about, hallelujah, the life of God, the life of God. It's not living forever. It is uh, uh, the life and nature of Almighty God, and that's all he said. Well, I wrote that down and started studying on it. Do you know it's 168 scriptures on eternal life in the Bible? And eternal life does not mean you're going to live forever because the sinner is going to live forever. That ought to make an evangelist out of every born-again man. That they're going to live forever, they're just going to live in one place and we're going to live in another. Eternal life does not mean any duration of life. It means the quality of life. It is the very life and nature of Almighty God. Hallelujah. It is the same thing that makes God God. If he don't have it, he ain't God. Are you listening to me? Amen. So, in the beginning was God. This represents God. In Genesis 1:26, And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. And let them have something. We're going to put something in this guy. This old boy. What are we going to put in him? We're going to put in him whatever's in us. We're going to make this guy something. He's going to be the first son of God. This guy right here is going to have our life, our nature, and we're going to build into him. We're not going to give him a magic wand. He goes around like some fairy. Bless God. He's got built-in dominion. It come with a package. Hallelujah. He don't have to work it up or anything else. He's got it. So he said, let them have dominion. Over what? Over fish and sea, the fowl of the air, over the cattle and over all the earth, over every creep, over everything that creepeth upon the earth. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he made man in his image, in his likeness, built in authority. You know, one of the things that Jesus restored and prophesied in, 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 in uh, Isaiah, the dominion will be on his shoulders. Hallelujah. Dominion, the government, will be on his shoulders. A new race of people will start, and they'll be like him, and they'll have built-in dominion and built-in authority, and they can walk and talk in the cool of the day, spirit to spirit with Almighty God. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. This thing about the new birth, it ain't never been anything like it. It ain't never been a nation of people like us. We're the new creation nation made by Almighty God, sired by God. We've got God's DNA in us. We've got his genes, one translation said. I've got God's genes. You know, my mama's folks, they had diabetes. All down the line, my daddy's folks, they had diabetes. He had it, his daddy, and all down through they had diabetes. One of my aunties said, uh, 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 Buzz, you're a little heavy. Ain't you scared of diabetes? Said, you know, that's heredity in our family. I said, yeah, but I changed daddy's. I changed daddies. I got my daddy's G DNA in me. I've got his life, his nature. 
I'll tell you what, when you've got the life and nature of God in you, if you'll exercise that and, and stir that stuff up, it'll quicken and make alive your mortal body. It'll get out in your laundry. It'll get out in your hands and rivers of life will flow out of you as God wants it to. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, Genesis 2, 7. Lord formed the man, dust of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. Man became a living soul. Now he tells this man, you my man, you my main man, you it. Now I want you to take care of this garden. And he said, I've set two trees in the garden. 16th verse, 216, said the Lord God commanded the man, saying of every tree of the garden, thou mayest eat freely, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it, for in that day, that day, thou, that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. One translation said, God gave man orders. He gave him the orders. Told him the moment you eat of it, something's going to happen if you partake of this and you disobey me and you side in with my arch enemy, something is going to happen. The minute you do, you're going to die. Well, he didn't die for 930 years physically. But the moment he eat of it, something happened to him. Something happened Hallelujah, that you can't do anything about. He was born again in reverse. And he received the life and the nature of hell itself. He had a monkey on his back and he can't get him off. It ain't nothing he can do about it. There's nothing he can do about it. He's got the devil on his back. He's got the life and nature of hell itself. You can forgive him, and he's still a forgiven sinner. You can do anything you want to. You can dress him up, dress him down. You can even put a hairdo on him. And he's still a sinner. Amen? It ain't nothing you can do with this guy. Well, don't God love him? Yeah, God so loved him that he sent his only begotten son. Now, this guy's in trouble. He can't go to God. First thing happened to him, he's in fear. He's scared of God now. They used to be running buddies, now he's scared of him. You ever seen folks getting a little strife and stop coming to church, they get scared of you. Hallelujah. Turn with me to Romans, the fifth chapter. Get a little more explanation in the Pauline Revelation. Do you know if you'll understand these Pauline epistles, you can understand the Gospels. You can understand uh, over there in the Old Covenant. You can understand the Blood Covenant. You can understand it all. Hallelujah. Romans, the fifth chapter and the twelfth verse. Wherefore, as by one man, sin entered into the world by Adam, and death by sin. And so death passed upon all men for all have sinned. Now, when Adam committed high treason, sold out, it blew a hole in the spiritual world, and it opened the door for Satan to come in with spiritual death. Now, the sin was the railroad track 
but the train that came down was death. He brought spiritual death. That does not mean folks just die physically, but they died spiritually and they were separated from Almighty God. Spiritual death simply means Satan's nature. You know, you don't have to teach little kids to lie, do you? Come here, let me teach you about six months on lying. We don't teach that. We don't have to teach folks how to gossip. Amen? See, hallelujah. Now, let me throw this out there while I'm close. No one is born spiritually dead. No one. You're born spiritually alive. I know folks that didn't have to be born again. <laughs> that were raised in God all their life. I know a Presbyterian preacher, he told me, he said, I don't even know when I got saved. He said, I've been knowing God all my life. I said, well, did you ever get born again, you know? I kind of had Baptist background. Man, you got to be born again. No, not if you didn't ever die spiritually. See, Jesus told Nicodemus, you must be born again. He's an old man. Hallelujah. You can be, you can walk, that's why you train up a kid in the way he should go and he'll never depart from that way, praise God. You train him up and he, I mean train him. I don't, I don't mean throw him a scripture every now and then. Train him, train him everything to do. Train him to believe God. Train him to believe for an allowance. Train him to believe for a car. Train him to believe for everything, praise God. Trust God in everything. Hallelujah. <laughs> so, Adam was born again in reverse. Jesus told Nicodemus, you must be born from above. Cotton Patch said, you must be refathered. You're going to have to be... You, see, it, it, it does no good to forgive him. See, a lot of people think Jesus came to forgive your sin. See, that's just part of it. And, and we that's trained Baptists, we think, well, he came to make a, you know, give us a ticket to ride. We can hit that Trinity Airline, oh, and we're going on to heaven. Thank God that's true. But that's just a little part of, of, of what God done. Why did Jesus come to this earth? Nicodemus, you must be born again. Nothing will recreate you except the life and the nature of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Why did you come? I'm come that you can have this kind of life and have so much of it, it'll overflow in you. Wouldn't it be something if Christians found us out and got to overflowing with the life and nature of God and they'd walk into a mall. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm telling you, I've walked into places I've never been in before. Walk in and folks cry out and call my name, had demons. I was in Joplin, Missouri and I walked into Walmart and a fellow said, I know who you are, Buzzy Sutherland. No, you don't know who I am, but you hold still, you'll find out. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 I was in Tulsa, and down, we was in some kind of shop, and you know that woman come up, said, what is it about you? I said, I got God's life and nature in me. That's what it is. She said, well, I'm sick. Said, would you pray for me? I said, if I pray for you, you're going to fall right in the middle of this floor, right out in the big middle. Why don't you come to healing school over there? And she came the next, next, next morning and got ill. Praise God. Praise God. That's the way this thing's supposed to work. Out of your belly shall flow rivers. I mean, it'll get out of your... Your body can't hold this thing. 
Ain't nothing can hold. Someone said, why, man, he, Jesus got over Nazareth and he couldn't even do no mighty work. Said they stopped God. No, they didn't. They stopped their ignorant self from receiving. He went about and healed some folk. You ain't going to stop the life of God. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So, Jesus said you must be refathered. You need to think of it like that. I done changed daddy. I done changed daddy. Hallelujah. Daddy put in me what he wanted me to be. Praise God. I am what daddy wants me to be. I'm already it. I'm not trying to get there. You ever seen these bumper stickers that be patient with me? God's not through with me yet. Yeah, he's through with you. He's done everything he's going to do with you. Now it's up to you to get your head thinking like that. Amen? You got to think like God thinks or you'll fight God with your mouth. You'll run around talking lies on God. Amen? Praise God. Praise God. So, you've got to have God's life. Hallelujah. He told Nicodemus, Nicodemus, you must be born again. You've got to be born again. You've got to be refathered from above. You've got to change daddies. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. What will this stuff do? It'll do the same thing in you as it did in Jesus Christ. No difference. None whatsoever. Hallelujah. We've laid hands on 16 blind people that eyes has come open. 16. Well, how come that happened to you? You some kind of something special? No, I ain't nothing. I'm telling you right now, I ain't nothing. I'm just some podunk from South Arkansas. I keep humble in my own size. I want to decrease all the time that Jesus Christ can be revealed through us. Amen. We need to lose our identity, folks. Well, who are you? I'm big shot come out of such and such. <laughs> Brother Summerall told me, he said, Son, you know what a big shot is, don't you? I said, What is it? He said, uh, It's a little shot out of town. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, when you get born again, you must be refathered. You must be born again. When you get born again, you receive the life and nature of God. We call it eternal life. They should have translated the life of the eternal. We'd understood it better. It is the life of the eternal God. It is that substance in God that makes God what he is. Hallelujah. Do you know God is absolute life? There's not a speck of darkness in him. Do you know that your spirit is absolute life and there can never be a speck of darkness in you? You can never have hate, unforgiveness, or anything like that in your spirit. You ever heard folks say, well, I have, you know, I had an unforgiving spirit. If you did, you need to get saved. Amen? Amen. See, if it get in your spirit, it'll get in God, and it ain't getting in God. Your spirit and God's spirit is one spirit. See, God don't live in your spirit. You need to get a hold of that. God does not live in your spirit. God is your spirit. 
You do not have but one spirit. He that's joined to the Lord is one, a single spirit. You need to realize that. I am one with Almighty God. Jesus said that they be one even as we are one, Father. You're, you know, Father God is one with us just like he was with the Master. He'll do the same thing at Lazarus' tombs he ever done. He ain't no respecter of persons. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, I see a movie, a video, Reinhardt Bunky. Uh, they raised dead man or something, you know. Hallelujah. They made the biggest to do out of that. That's normal. That ought to be normal. We should not lose young people. Do you know that? But you have to have this stuff activated in you. Before Almighty God, we've seen four dead raised. Four that was totally dead, hadn't breathed. One girl died. She's been dead 20 minutes. Another fella, another little, little boy, been dead, hadn't breathed in 15 minutes when they got him over to the doctor. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. One fella took uh, over 100 pills and drank a fifth of whiskey. Wasn't even saved. The doctor told me, he said, I'm sure glad you're here where you can prepare the family. And he turned, that machine said, beep, beep, beep. And then he said, beep. He reached over and got a sheet and covered him up. said, I'm so glad you're here. Brother Sutherland, brother mean. He wouldn't hardly speak to me before then. Now I'm brother Sutherland. Brother Sullivan, I'm glad you're here to prepare the family. I said, I'm going to prepare him. I'm going to tell him he's fine. You go to church. I know where you, I knew where he went to church. He went to a Presbyterian church. I know where he went. <laughs> I know what they believe. Hallelujah. I said, I'm fixing to lay hands on him, and he's going to be fine. You want to prepare the family, or you want me to? He said, you better go ahead with what you're going to do. He went out. Big old fellow. Looked like one of them fellas on a lewd and cough drop or something. Brother Smith. Or, I don't know. <laughs> Big old fella. <clears throat> I laid hands on him. 15 minutes. He's sitting up on the side of the bed to receive Jesus Christ as his personal Savior. God ain't willing that any should perish. Amen, amen, amen. We have never moved over into that realm of the supernatural and walked there on a regular basis. I walked there one time for six months and there was nothing could stand before me. I don't care what it was. I'd walk in places and devils would go to holler. I know who you are. I know who you are. One time uh, 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 a fellow had a grocery store, uh, Mr. Burris. His boy had devils. They was all scared of it. I come along one as in August. He had a coat on. They'll always overdress or something, you know. And uh, he walked, you know, funny. And anyway, I was driving along. I seen him on the side of the road uh, uh, uptown. And so I just started following him. He couldn't see me, but he got to looking back and got nerve. Them devils did. And he, he got faster. And he got faster. And I just got faster. And I just stayed with him. 
he finally got to running. He run about a mile and a half. His tongue hung out about that far. And he run to his house, run in his house, old raggedy stinking shack, and run in his house there. And I just stopped in front of his house and went up there and I just kicked his door open. <laughs> and he fell in the floor and squirmed like everybody in town was afraid of him. Everybody is afraid of him because he'd get violent. He'd jump on four or five policemen at one time and they couldn't do anything with him. I can do something with him. Hallelujah. 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 I cast the devil out of him. And I'm telling you right now, he changed from daylight to dark. I'm telling you right now, I carried him down there at that grocery store and I told his daddy, I said, here, you've got a son again. But you know, that guy never did come to church. His daddy, none of them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But that don't mean anything. We can still get them set free. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, this life that you received, it is absolute life. It is absolute love. You ever, you ever heard folks say, you know, sometimes it's hard to love that old boy. Well, you ain't walking in the God kind of love. It ain't hard. Jesus said, my yoke is easy and my burden's light. It ain't hard for me to love anybody. You can spit on me and I'll hug your neck. Are you listening to me? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We got the ultimate weapon, the weapon of mass destruction that can't be defeated. It's called the love of God. It never fails. Hallelujah. You got love, joy, peace, long suffering. You got faith. What kind of faith? Absolute faith. You got the faith of Almighty God. God built the universes with faith. He framed the world. How? With faith. You've got that same kind of faith. See, he said in Romans 12, 3, not to think of yourself more highly than you ought to think, but think, think soberly, as God has dealt every man among us, born-again man, the measure of faith. Hallelujah. Let me stop there in just a minute and explain, explain something about faith. You know, you've got the God kind of faith. That's the highest faith you can get. Now, Jesus never got anyone healed with that kind of faith. All they had was natural human faith. They were not born again. Woman with the issue of blood, she heard, she said, she touched, and she received. And we've been trying to run around and follow the woman with the issue of blood, and she ain't even saved. She ain't even born again. She don't even have the God kind of faith, the life of God. Hallelujah. People ought to be running around trying to touch you. You are the Christ in the earth. You're bone of his bone. You're the physical bone of his bone and flesh of his flesh, Christ, here in this earth. That's you. Say, so, well, bless God, I wish I'd have known that. Well, you didn't. You know it now, so get a hold of it. Old man told me one time, said, well, I wish I'd have known that healing business when I was young. I said, well, you didn't. You know it now. What are you going to do? Do something with it now. Smith Wigglesworth was 57 for it. Got turned on to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, still hope for Jeanette. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Absolute life. Absolute faith. Can, do you see what that'll do with your faith? See, if I got absolute faith just like God does, then I ain't got no trouble with a faith problem. All I need to do is learn how it works. How do I work faith? Do I wiggle my head or tickle my foot or what? It's something. 
So you need to learn how to use what's yours. You know, you can have a million dollars in the bank. If you don't know how to use it, it won't do you a bit of good. You don't know how to get it out? You can be the richest man in town and starve to death. You can be full of faith and die. You can be full of the God kind of faith and never receive. You've got to learn how to use it. Praise God. Praise God. We'll hit a touch on that in just a minute. Praise God. So, if any man be in Christ, he is a new kind of a man. One translation said he's a new species. See, there ain't never been a race of people like this. Now, Adam gave birth to a race of uh, uh, spiritual rebels. The whole world lie in darkness. But blessed be God, God sent another son. How many of you know God's always into using that second son? Huh? He'll always use that second son. Some of them get that birthright by hook or crook, but they get it. And God honored it because he honored them wanting what he had, that they believed in the blessing more than they did in the bowl of beans. Amen? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. In Big John 1, 4, in him was life, and this life was the light of men. In Jesus Christ was life, and this life was the light of men. John 5, 26 said, As the Father hath life, Zoe, God's nature, as God has this, so is the Son have life in himself. And then he said, I am come. Why? I am come that you might have this life. See, that's the ultimate goal of a man right there. Praise God, praise God. Now here's basically what man is after he's born again. He needs to get his mind renewed and he get, needs to get his flesh under control. But he can do that by having his spirit full to the brim of the life and nature of Almighty God. Can you say amen? amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So, if you ask the Lord Jesus, what is the number one reason... What's the number one reason that you come to this earth? Why did you come? Was it to forgive us of sin? Care us to heaven? What was the deal? I am come that you might have life and have so much of it it overflow in you that you would be a son and daughter of God exactly like the master. Hallelujah. That it'd flow out of you and they'd come along and touch the hem of your garment. God wants sons and daughters of the same quality as the Lord Jesus Christ, and that's what he made. He gave you everything that, it, that Jesus Christ had. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Full of faith, full of love, full of joy. Ephesians 2.8 said, By grace you say through faith, and that not yourself, gift of God. Hallelujah. He said in Romans 12, 3, he gave every man among us the measure of faith. Well, when did he give you a measure of faith? When you got born again? You know, I've had a man, you Christian, tell me, said, well, Brother Sullivan, you know, I could believe God for more when I first got saved than I can now. Well, that should not be. That should not be. Why, why is that? Because they never have grown any. They've never, they, listen, Faith is always inspired. When you got born again, I mean, you was inspired. You was about to jump out of your skin. You were so happy. 
Hallelujah. Folks, you done slapped. You just went and kissed them. <laughs> My brother-in-law, he he's a full-blood, registered Yankee. I mean, he's full-blood. We got the papers on him. I mean, we got, he's registered high as a peck of woods hole. He's a Yankee deluxe. And here he is. He went through 14 years of higher education. I had a grocery store. I didn't mind. They didn't fool with me. And I sent them money, sent them school, and gone. I didn't mind at all. Not at all. Not at all. I, I, I'm honest about that. But when he got out of school, he come, come lived on me. I'm talking about he's got every degree in the world, Ph.D., D.D.T., O.I.C., got every, I mean, all kind of initials on him. You take his sheepskin and roll it out, bless God, you'd think the sheik of Arimathea was coming, see. Come on and work for me. Well, what can you do? He wanted to grow eggplant. I thought, my God, two bushels feed the whole town for six years, you know. You know, and, I, and so I, uh, uh, he, he worked down there at the farm. Here he's got 14 years of education down there running a tractor. And I'd have him cut hay or, or, or bale or, or something like that. And I had a four, big Ford baler. And I, 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 I didn't sell hay. I, I saved my hay. I fed my own cow. And, and uh, it'd make 80, 90-pound bales. Well, they're heavy. Well, he found a, a, a handle on that thing. And he cut them down where he was made. I went down there one time. He had a little bitty bales of hay like that. <laughs> Come into me, boy. I was a heathen. See, I wasn't saved then. Come into me. If you do that again, I'm going to hurt you. I'm going to. Well, they're too heavy. I mean, got up in my face. Tell me they're too heavy. Come down there one day. He done got it. He done got the baler going every which way. And I had him cutting hay and going around this way. And he cut this away, and right through the middle had 14 different trails. Fella called me, his working farm, and said, "Man, you need to come down here and see this." <laughs> I had a black fella who was my foreman. I said, "Ed, what? Uh, just slap him." <laughs> said, oh no, oh no! You know what your sister-in-law will do. <laughs> he tore up a bunch of my stuff one time. And I said, that's all of it. You've done this on purpose. You, just where you wouldn't have to work. He said, well, I'm going to work anyway. And when he did, I, just, I didn't hit him. I slapped him. And, 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 and it hair lifted. And he had to grow him a mustache. They sewed him up, you know. I didn't, but I turned him about 14 flips. And my, wife, my, my sister said, well, you, you've done that to my husband. We ain't going to work for you no more. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Thank God. Hallelujah. <laughs> well, I didn't see him for about a year. And, and in the meantime, I was sitting in my house. Now, I'd been drunk two months, day and night. I spilled more on my shirt than most folks ever drank. But I was sitting there. Had the shakes bad. 
I'm fixing to have to go get, I, I shake so bad, I thread a sewing machine, hit a running. <laughs> yeah, <I'm telling> <laughs> and I sat in there, fixing to go get me a drink. And I looked over there, and there's a little old red Bible about that big uh, sitting on the coffee table. And I broke that thing. I just opened it, and it said John 1, 12. You know, I'd read the Bible, Isaiah, you know, something over there. Kind of like when I got saved, preacher asked me, he said, you reading your Bible? Yeah. What'd you read last night? I said, I read the book of Isaiah. He said, what'd you learn? Nothing. I don't know what to talking about. <laughs> Nobody told me what to read. I didn't I, I, I found maps over in the Bible. I went to preach. What's maps doing in a, in a Bible? Here it is. All kind of maps down through this thing. Old and new. I didn't know old from new. Most Christians nowadays don't know old from new. But anyway, I got saved. And you know, when you get born again, you'll straighten up what you've done wrong. Do you know that? And so I drove by my brother-in-law's house that I had bought them. And he's out in the yard raking. And I pulled up on the side of the curb and started to get out, and he got to rake like that and started backing up. I said, just hold down here, I don't talk to you. And he got on it in the front door, throwed his rake down and latched the front door. I said, what is it? I said, come out here, I want to talk to you. I'm not coming out there. He done growed him a mustache then. And I said, I got born again yesterday. And the Lord told me to come by and apologize. Now, I'm not apologizing because I'm wrong. I'm apologizing because I got mad and slapped you. And I want you to forgive me. Come on out. He wouldn't come out anyway. He, he might have thought I was just wanting him out there to hit him on the head or something. I don't, I don't know what he thought. Hallelujah. 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 If any man be in Christ, he's a new kind of man. He's got the love of God. If he'll listen to his heart, he'll walk in the love of God every single time. I tell you what, you know what it'll do to prejudice? It'll blow it out of the saddle, folks. It'll blow it out of the saddle. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Praise God. You know, some preachers come by my church I got a kind of, it looks like it's round, it's eight sides. And they was from Philadelphia, Mississippi. They was Baptist. And they come by and, and you know, could we look at your church? Yeah, look. And they come, knocked on my office door. Yeah, there's four or five of them. And they come in. Uh, and I got a picture of oh, uh, just some friends of mine, some black folks and this and that. And I know they, lo they was looking at it. I had my arm around a couple of my friends that I, uh, uh, I got to pray with Jeanette after I, I got saved. Helped raise me. One old man there, one old man, Ed Fraser, he was my foreman. And he taught me how to hunt and fish as a young man. I never will forget. I was 27 years old before I could beat him killing squirrels. But he didn't never hear the last of it, neither. <laughs> but they came in. And they talked a little while in a minute. They said, uh, uh, how come you got black folks? I had a picture of Martin Luther King and somebody else up there. I don't know. He, he <clears throat> said, who is them folks right there? I had my arm around. I said, that's my parents. <laughs> said, oh, but we ain't prejudiced. We ain't. Oh, I said, I know you ain't. 
I know you ain't. See, I know, I know, I know you ain't. That's why you asked me. You know, I, didn't, I just let them slide. Said, oh, oh, you know, they burnt some churches down over in Mississippi. We take up money and send to them and help them build their churches back. I said, that sure is honorable. But the reason you're doing it, where well, you'll keep them right down there and they won't be coming up to your church. Now, you're listening to me. When folks get behind closed doors, they are a little different than they are when they're out there in the public. Let me tell you right now, don't ever let anybody's happiness, your happiness, center up in what somebody else thinks. Center it up by what God says you are. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, Jimmy Hawker, they asked me, he said, who's them folks you got your arm around? I said, that's my parents. And he looked at them while he's Yankee. He, he, you know, he, don't, he looked at them. He said, yeah, you kind of favor your mother. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, <laughs> praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise me. You know, the church world's going to wake up one day and find out it ain't but two races, us and them. And them can get over there with us. They just got to get born again. Now, ain't no... Jesse Jackson talking about some rainbow coalition. Rainbow. We ain't rainbow. It ain't but two of us. Saved and lost. That's all. Can you shout amen? amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So God has given us a measure of faith. A measure of what kind of faith? A measure of the kind of faith that built the universe. So you need to think like that. This, this God we have built the universe by faith. He gave us a measure of that. Amen. In Galatians 2.20, said, I was crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Now it's not I that lives, but it's Christ that liveth in me, and the life that I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God. So I'm operating on the Jesus kind, that kind that spoke to the fig tree, that kind that raised Lazarus from the dead, that kind that walked the streets there of Nain and the poor little widow whose son had died. He just stopped the whole funeral procession. How did he do that? said, oh, he was the son of God. He laid all his deity aside, folks. He came to this earth as a man. And being he came as a man, he's still a man right now. A man sits at the highest seat in the universe now. See, one mediator between God and man. Men, the man. Christ Jesus. Praise God. So we live by the faith of the Son of God. Turn with me, if you will, to Galatians, the third chapter. You thought I was going to preach up two bottles a day, right? <laughs> Galatians. We quoted Galatians 2.20, 2, Galatians the third chapter. Look in the 23rd verse. But before faith came, we were kept under the law, shut up un under the faith which should afterwards be revealed. Wherefore the law was our schoolmaster to bring us to Christ that we may be justified by faith but after that, faith has come. How many of you know faith has come? Amen. We're not shut up under any kind of law. Now, when I talk about law, I'm talking about the Mosaic law. Now, there's laws such as the law of faith. 
are the principles of faith. There's laws of the universe that still pertain to us, such as sowing and reaping, such as everything reproduced after its own kind. Amen? Amen. Praise be unto God. You know, if you want a big crop of this, this life, turn over to the... To the uh, sixth chapter of Galatians. Seventh verse. Be not deceived, God's not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to the flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. Everlasting life. If you'll sow this stuff in your spirit, sow to your spirit. See, you feed on this. It'll feed your spirit. But if something else will take place, it will renew your mind, get you to thinking like God thinks about you. See, it'll reprogram that thing up there. You know, one, the number one need of the church is being brainwashed. We need to wash our brain with the water of the Word and see what the Word says about us. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. So, after faith has come, faith has come with a new nature. Praise God, praise God, praise God. You know, the early church, they said of the early church, they turned the world upside down. Really and truly, they turned it right side up, got it going in the right direction. But all they knew all they had any knowledge of. They didn't have the Bible. Paul hadn't even written the epistles. All they knew was this. They knew about the life and nature of Almighty God. And they knew about the anointing of the Holy Ghost. How God anointed Jesus and as the Holy Ghost and power. Who went about doing good and healing all the press of the devil for God was with him. They knew about two things. And they got the crippled, they raised the dead, they had supernatural things happen by knowing the life of God and the anointing. That's all they knew. Amen. They didn't know anything else. You know, everybody wants to get so much knowledge. and Listen, we need to act on what we've got. We need to find out simple stuff like the life, the nature of Almighty God, and what it will do in you. Amen. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Turn with me, if you will, to the book of Acts, the fifth chapter. Fifth chapter of Acts. Peter and John been thrown in jail. You know, someone said, well, it's all right to be in jail. They was in jail. Yeah, but they got in for different reasons. Fifth chapter. 17th verse. Then the high priest rose up, and all they that were with him, which were the sect of the Sadducees, and were filled with indignation. Envy, envy, envious. A miracle had happened. Here a man laid at his, uh, uh, lame from his mother's womb, laid at the gate called Beautiful, had been healed. He got thrown in jail for getting the boy healed. Amen. Now they're envious. He done it wrong. He didn't hold his mouth right. He might have done it on Sunday. He might have, you know, they find, they can find the excuse. Religion will find the excuse to condemn you. Hallelujah. They'll find an excuse to belittle any kind of supernatural. 
said they had indignation, 18th verse, laid hands on the apostle and put him in a common prison. But the angel of the Lord by night opened the prison doors and brought them out and said, now what's so important that God sent an angel from heaven to break them out of jail? Now something so important to God, we need to find out what it is. Huh? To send the jailbreak, send an angel for him. I mean, special envoy from heaven itself. And the angel told him the 20th verse, Go stand and speak in the temple to the people all the words of this life. Go tell them about Zoe, that they can have a new nature, that they can have the life of God in them that they can have the healing virtue of God in them. They can have something in them that God would be their very own Father. Shout amen this morning. The life, the nature of the living God dwelling in a human being. Praise God, hallelujah. Go speak all the words, everything you know about it. Everything. Hallelujah. Well, what did they know? Turn over to little John, first little John. First chapter. First little John. First chapter. First verse. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That which was from the beginning, which we've heard, which we've seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon and our hands have handled of the word of life. Now we know something. We put our hands on. We touched eternal life. We touched the Lord Jesus Christ that opened the blinded eye. Second verse said, For this life was manifested, and we've seen it, and bear witness and show unto you that eternal life which was with the Father and was manifested unto us. Hallelujah. We've seen it. We know what it'll do. We know what the new birth is. They went and preached all the words of this life and blessed God and you read on in that chapter and you begin to see the miraculous begin to happen among them and they'd elect deacons and a deacon would go out such as Stephen's and say he was full of faith and power. Hallelujah, hallelujah. They'd send an old boy down there to Samaria named Philip. He was elected a deacon just hepping around the church. But he said... And Philip preached Christ unto them. Amen. He didn't go down there and say, Christ, Christ, Christ. He went down there and preached, I am anointed. Amen. He went down there and preached, I am anointed by the Son of the living God. How do you know? Because he said, seeing and hearing the miracles which he did. Yes. How unclean spirits cry with a loud voice, many of the paws of hell. Great John said, citywide revival. Yes. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. He went out and preached the anointing, preached Christ. See, we say the anointing lifts the burden, stores the yoke, but the anointing of God is just simply the ability of Almighty God on a human being. I can do all things through Christ who lives in me. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. In Mark 11, 22, he says, have the God kind of faith, or the faith of God. And this is the way it works. Whosoever shall say unto that sickness, say unto that financial need, 
say unto that reprobate boy that's run off, that girl, that fig tree, that mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast in sea and shall not doubt in his heart. Now listen to me. Now listen very close. All right, turn over to Mark 11, 23. Hallelujah. Now let's figure out, let us figure out who is talking and who is he talking to. Now he is talking to his disciples who are not born again at this time. So he is not talking to us and giving us instructions. But he gives instructions how all faith works. Whether it's natural human faith, the God kind of faith, or the gift of faith. All of it works the same way. Alright, so he says to them, Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, be thou cast to sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, it's impossible for you to doubt in your heart. See, you cannot doubt in your heart. You can doubt in your head. See? And you get your body in there, and it's go to hurting and everything else, and it'll try to side in with something that you've, you've been taught. Said, Shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe those things which he saith shall come to pass. Do you know you've got to believe in your words? Do you know? Now listen to me. Your heart is smart. Your heart is smart. It is impossible for you to doubt in your heart. In your heart. You cannot. You can't doubt in your heart. You can doubt in your head. Kind of like this fella. You know, he's got a hen's back spirit. His, his elevator don't go to the top. And this fella, now this fella, it don't take smart fellow to figure out what's wrong with him. He's got the life of God in him, and it ain't even affected his body, and it sure ain't affected his mind. He goes to the denominational church. He gets sick, the first thing he thinks about is Tylenol. First thing he thinks about the emergency room. First thing he thinks, he don't think, bless God, my God has took my infirmity. This guy thinks, my God lives in me. His mind's renewed. He's thinking like God. Hallelujah. See how important it is to understand this? Because some of you see, I got the God kind of faith, and my mind has been renewed to this. Amen. It don't take a hundred years for this. Amen. One with issue of blood. She might have heard it one time. So, he shall not doubt in his heart, but he's going to believe what? I'm going to believe what I say. You ain't got no business saying nothing if you don't believe it. Just shut up. You'd be better off just keep your mouth shut. Amen? Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Praise God. So one thing to use your faith, the, your God-given faith, just simply this, I've got to put it in my mouth. I've got to agree with God. Hebrews 3, uh, 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 Hebrews 3, 1 said, Jesus Christ, the apostle and high priest over your profession or confession. The word there is homilegio, means to say the same thing. You can't fight God with your mouth and get God's blessing. You've got to agree with God. A lot of folks don't believe in confession. 
But I'll tell you on the front, bless God, uh, uh, what you say is what you're going to have. Amen. Jesus said you can have what you say. Most of us have been having what... He said you can have what you say. Then he said, I say. <laughs> Whatsoever things you desire. So he's high priest over your saying the same thing, agreeing with him. Find the scripture that covers your situation. And know for surety, I believe that. Zoe believes every word in the Bible. Zoe believes every word. Praise God. Praise God. Then what I do, he said over in James, James, the first chapter, the 22nd verse, said, Be ye a doer of the word, not a hearer only, deceiving your own self. Satan didn't deceive you. If you won't be a doer of the word, what do you mean by doer of the word? I mean, bless God, if I get sick, I don't run into the house and get me a good pair of silk pajamas and crawl up in the bed with it. Well, I'm, I'm tired. Well, then get untired. Sometimes it ain't easy. One time, I don't know what I'd done. I, 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 I either broke my foot, I fell down some steps, and a bone was sticking up. And I don't know if I broke my foot. My foot swole up, and I'm telling you, my toes, everything swole up on my foot. I hurt so bad, I couldn't even stay in the same room. I had to sleep with my foot out the window. I couldn't even stay in the same room with it. It was hurting so bad. I'm telling you, it was killing me. I'm serious. I started getting my wife to carry me out to veterinary and have me put to sleep. I was hurting so bad. <laughs> Hallelujah. But see, I know what to do. But I'm telling you, it wasn't easy. I could put my fo foot down, it'd hurt me six inches above my head. Mmm. 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 If you don't watch all you're talking about, it's killing me. It's killing me. It's killing me. See? And every time you say it, it's getting worse, and it's getting worse, and it ain't happening. So I decided, well, I know what to do, so I started meditating on the Word of God, and I said, in the morning... I'm at daylight. I don't know why it was daylight, but I said in the morning, I'm fixing to walk. Man, I, could, I had me a little walking stick, and uh, ah, it's killing me. But I didn't say it. And I'd say, thank you, Father. By his stripes I'm healed. And I meditated on the word of God. Father, I thank you you were one with me as you was with Jesus. Jehovah Rapha lives in me. Bless God, the same one that healed everyone in the universe. I meditated on the word of God, built the word in, built it, talked it, talked it, and then I talked it out loud. Man, I couldn't wait till daylight come. I got to my front door and I put my foot down and I laid that stick down. I put my foot down. Ah! Ah! It's killing me. Now you hear me? It wasn't easy. But I know if I act on the Word of God. Now if I act on something somebody told me, that ain't going to work. The Word of God must make me act. Faith is believing the Word of God to the point that I act only on the Word of God. Only on it. Not by my feelings or anything. I act on what God said. If he said, by stripes I'm healed. Man, I, I, I took another step. I'm telling you, it's killing me. I'm telling you, I was hurting so bad, it hurt my grandchildren. I'm telling you, it, I'm telling you, it was something. I got around the side of my house, and I don't know why, I used to pray under some peach trees down there. I said, if I can get to them peach trees. Uh, uh, 
And I just, oh man, and I just, I just took me two or three steps. And hallelujah, the first thing you know, I made it around that house. And first thing you know, I was clucking, praise God. Hallelujah, the power of God came after I acted. I'm full of faith and it'll work every time, but I got to put it into action. I ain't telling you this is just some kind of little easy something. Like my hat and my rice falling on you at the wedding party or something. Everything's lovely. No, it ain't. Can you say amen? amen. Hallelujah. 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 So, we have the God kind of faith. We've got the God kind of life. Praise God. Well, you get anything out of this this morning. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ben, we taught some things about the life of God. If you need healing for your body this morning, what time is it? 12 minutes after 11? 10 to 12? Two off ten on that sixty. What time is it? You need healing? Well, let me tell you what. Listen to me close, folks. If, if you believe Jesus Christ can get you healed, do you believe Jesus could heal you if he's standing right here this morning? Well, let me tell you something. He's standing right here this morning. Now, I don't tell this many places, but I was praying one morning. And all of a sudden, I was carried off, and I was in the upper room in Jerusalem. I've been there. And there was, I say 12, 11 or 12 disciples. I don't know what was there. I just saw them, and they were scared to death. And something would bump, and they'd jump. They was completely engulfed with fear. And I was standing over in the corner, and I was looking at them. And all of a sudden, through the door right over there, Jesus walked in. And they was more afraid then than it was before. And he said, peace be still. And they melted in the floor. They just fell in the floor. And Jesus Christ walked right straight to them and he told them, peace be still. And he turned and looked at me. And I'm looking at him. And I'm, I'm looking at him in his face. And he turned and walked right straight to me and kept walking. He walked right through me. And I turned to look where he went and he didn't go anywhere. Now, let me tell you something. Jesus Christ stands before you this day. We are the body of Christ. We're the Christ in this earth. Not me, we. We are the physical body of Christ. Bone of his bone. Now, if you need healing, get up here and get it. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' name. Yes, praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on down this way. Praise God. Praise God. Let me pray for this lady right here first. Praise God. Yes, lift your hands. This is your day. This is your day. Jesus fixed to heal you right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Yes. Hallelujah. What's wrong? Blood should have been 
Well, let's get it in whack right now. In Jesus' name, I command that pancreas to function normally. Now, you have no choice. In Jesus' name, be healed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Lift your hands to the Lord. Father, in Jesus' name, Jesus' name, praise God. What's wrong with him? Hallelujah. 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 Well, let me show you what's stored up in that right now. Hallelujah. Praise God. Yeah, young man. Well, let's get them healed. Let's just get you on them healed right now. Lift your hands. Say, Father, I thank you. I am healed. In Jesus' name, I invoke this covenant right. Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Yeah, what you need, sweetie? You back? Hold my chair. Hallelujah. Just scoot right down there. What you need? Your eyes? All right, let's get them healed. Lift your hand. Father, I thank you that a fulfillment of the prophecy, you'd open the blinded eyes. Father, I thank you right now. These eyes will function normally right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Get on over here and get your healing. Where are you from? Hallelujah. You from him? Yes. Well, hallelujah. Well, old Hattie, go Hattie. Praise God. We ain't going to need that no more. Hallelujah. Lift your hands. Now, Father, as I lay hands on him, I command those knees, ankles, every bit to be every whit whole. From this day forward, he'll walk normal. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Sit down over here, sure. It's the easiest thing in the world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now you can see this a little shorter. Watch it. In Jesus' name, watch it. I ain't going to pull and jerk nothing. <laughs> you see that? Now stand up and touch your toes. Hallelujah. Touch your toes. Hallelujah. Go ahead and touch them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Turn around here. Hallelujah. Stand in front of her. Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Father, we thank you right now. Those eyes will function normally from this day forward. Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Well, we're going to lose. He said, whatever we'll lose on earth, he'll lose. Hallelujah. Lay your hand in your chest right quick. Jesus' name. Yeah. Hallelujah. All right, where you go to church, do you? Hallelujah. Lift your hands. Now, Father, we invoke our covenant rights. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Eyes, we command you to see normal from this day forward right now. Hallelujah. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus' name. Praise God. Now begin to see. Come on down this way. How you doing? Okay. You looking good today too. Hallelujah. Well, lift your hands. Father, just a fresh anointing from the top of your head to the sole of your feet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
I want my teeth filled, and I want to be um, lungs clear to the asthma. All right, lay your hands on your chest. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, in Jesus' name, Jesus' name, we shoot her with the anointing, the anointing of God now. Hallelujah. 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 Every step, every step, every step, Jesus walks every step, every step we raise them legs a little higher, raise them a little higher, yeah, a little higher, yeah, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. What's need, young man? Back. What's wrong? Back. Just sore from playing baseball for so long on the turf. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hand that chair. Yeah. Get over here behind this lady. Hallelujah. What you want? My back and injury to my leg. Jesus, now. <laughs> Hallelujah. What you need, young man? Eyes right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Usually what this is, slip disc. Praise God. That ain't bad. Now look at it. Look at it. Now you see it? Watch it. I ain't going to pull and jerk. In Jesus' name, watch it. Watch it come right on out. <laughs> watch it. Hallelujah. Now stand up and touch your toe. Hallelujah. 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 Turn around. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Stand in front of him. Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. What you need? I want my eyes fixed. All right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, the anointing, the anointing, the anointing right now. Hallelujah. Praise God. All right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus' name. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Come on down this way. Brenda, lay hands on her. Hallelujah. Lay hands on her. You're going to receive your healing right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What you want? Huh? Get on down this way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I had that when I got saved, and when I got saved, I was instantly healed. And he ain't no respecter of persons, is he? Hallelujah. Put both hands in the chest. Father, in Jesus' name, I lay hands on her. And I thank you, high blood pressure has to go now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. <coughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <coughs> when people are believing for the eyes, sometimes it'll it'll begin to amend. And sometimes it won't, it'll be three days before you heal. So don't get off your faith. If you don't see perfect, fine. Hallelujah. It cannot be stopped. It is a prophecy of God. Prophecy. You're a prophecy fulfilled. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give old man another shot, Brendan. 